how are y'all doing today? My name is Nick Teague, and I would like to welcome you to the first episode of my newest podcast. And the title, I don't know if Noah even knows the title yet. It's called What's Poppin', a pop culture podcast hosted by yours truly, uh, Nick Teague. And I'm joined today, I kind of gave it away already, but I'm joined today by a special guest, uh, Noah Crittenden. He is a fellow freshman here at LCU, and we're just coming together to hang out hang out with you guys, talk, talk a little sports, because sports does count as pop culture. And so we're just going to talk about sports that are going on, mostly uh, football and basketball, both NFL, NBA, and then uh, college football and college basketball. And so Noah, I'll just stop talking and let you take it away and tell everyone a little bit about yourself. Yeah, what's up guys? Uh, you know, I'm just excited to be here. We've been playing in this one for uh, quite some time now, so it's good to finally get in here, but yeah. Freshman as well here at LCU, been loving it, and uh, just excited to talk about some sports to break it down. So yeah. Uh, but to start off, we'll just uh, kick it off with, I guess we can go with NFL. It's probably the most prominent. I was gonna say that or college football, one of the footballs, but we'll just go with uh, NFL. So week ten just wrapped up last night after the uh, the Forty ers and the Rams played. And surprisingly, the 49ers just killed them. I didn't see that coming. That that was wild. You know, the Rams, I mean, you know, I've had a lot of promise for them, especially the beginning of the year, because they're a dangerous team. Uh, I mean, they just lost Robert Woods. That'll hurt them a lot. But, you know, there's been a lot of drama around them. They just got a bell, you know. So we'll see what's that, what that is like. But, dude, for how good of a team they are, they have been just showing me that, like, I can definitely see a team like that just crumbling in the playoffs. Oh, I can. If you can't beat the 49ers, I mean, not even if you can't beat them, but if, it, it, was just, it just looked like they couldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I agree with you there. I saw after they got Odell, I was like, okay, they're not they're not messing around anymore. And, I mean, they lost to the Titans, which I'm biased, but they're they're a pretty good team. And so I was like, that's not that much of a, a bad loss. And then they went and added Odell, and I was like, okay, they're not messing around anymore. And then uh, last night when the game kicked off, um, somebody had told me that Odell like caught caught a pass, and I was like, oh, I wonder how much the Rams are up by. And I looked at the score, and it was like twenty-one to three, forty-niners, and it it didn't get any better from there. The final score was thirty-one to ten, and it was in San Francisco, but that that still shouldn't account for that much of a, a blowout, especially when you have Matt Stafford, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, Odell, uh, Von Miller. That yeah, that team is stacked. And they're just, they remind me of the Nets, which we can get into later when we talk about NBA, but they have so much talent and they just can't work together. Um, that and even the Lakers to an extent this year, because they're, they're kind of having a rough patch, but I'll get into that with NBA. But the Rams, that's just a big parallel to me. They, uh, at the beginning of the year, they were NFC favorites, uh, even over the Buccaneers, I think. Uh, and the Buccaneers are stacked as well. And they're, defending Super Bowl champs, and so the Rams are kind of, as they normally do, they're kind of disappointing, and I know that they've lost two games, and they're still in they're still in playoff position, and they've lost two in a row, but in the NFC, they're still one of the top teams, and it may be an overreaction, of course, because everyone hits a slump, but to me, the Rams are just not impressive on anything. They're, they're playing really poorly, um, way worse than they should be like I said with all those threats and to me I'm just not sure like you said how far they can even go in the playoffs I'm not sure if they can even win a divisional game at this point against well against some of the worst teams maybe like the Panthers or something like that but I'm not sure how far they can go and of course I'm a Cowboys fan so I'm biased but I really feel like it's the Bucks because of Tom Brady and the Cowboys and then everyone else what do you think about the Cardinals? I know they've dropped two games. Now, one, you can blame on AJ Green if you want, but man, that game like this week against the Panthers, like, Panthers look great, but I just, it's a, it's a whole different team than Colt McCoy's back there. That's what, true. What do you think of them right now? I think the Cardinals are a really good team. And again, to use another NBA comparison, I'd compare them to the Suns. Like, I feel like they have the talent to go really far, but it's their. They're, I don't want to say inexperienced because they are clutch and Kyler is used to playing in big games in, in college, but 
they have not made a NFL playoffs together, which most of the Cowboys haven't either. But I really feel like Tom Brady's the most I feel like the Bucks are the favorite. I feel like even after getting blown out by the football team last night by Washington, I I don't ever bet against Tom Brady. As much as I want Dallas to to of course be NFC champs for once. I still, I would, if you asked me today, I would say the Bucks, but the cards are def. I feel like again because the Suns made the finals last year. I feel like that's the same thing. I would look at the Cardinals. I'd look at them as a threat, but it depends on how they play and who the teams play. But I feel like that inexperience uh, when it comes to playoff time may hold them back. And especially as you like, we talked about with the Panthers, that game was scary. But of course, when you bring uh, Kyler Murray back and not Colt McCoy, it's an entirely a different different breed of an of a team so yeah and i'm glad you we jumped off on the cardinals and the, the bucks a little bit and i wanted to touch on both of those so i'll just go ahead and just stick with the cardinals in but i want to talk mostly about the team that they played the carolina panthers because uh, of course it's cam newton's return game and he didn't even start that game actually i don't think yeah, did he but no it was pj walker yeah it was uh he's playing xfl yeah he's, he's on the roughnecks um, but the Panthers just completely demolished the cards, which to me was really surprising as I didn't see that coming. I mean, I knew that the the Panthers probably had an edge because like we talked about again, Kyler Murray out, whatever. But I didn't think they would come in there and beat them by that much. But then again, we we didn't know how Cam would come back and play because – even though he is returning to that team, that team is completely different than the team that went to the Super Bowl you know, five or six years ago at this point. It's been a while. And so Ron Rivera's not there anymore. Uh, Greg Olson's retired. Cam hadn't been playing there. And I don't want to say he was playing bad, but he hadn't been playing as good as he was playing in, in his prime. Yeah. And so I wasn't sure how – I don't think anyone was sure how he would play. And so – if you'd have asked me, I probably would have picked the Panthers, but not the Panthers by 24 points. Yeah. And what was interesting is, like you said, they uh, they started P.J. Walker. Mm-hmm. For, like, which is every drive they did. But uh, I can't remember if it was the first or second touchdown. They uh, got on like the one, one or two yard line, and they put Cam in, and he just was the right snap, and he just went and took it and got a touchdown. And then the next possession, like it felt like every time they went to the red zone, they put Cam in. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's just because they trust him in that spot more or what. But I think that comes. Yeah, I think the main reason they did that is they weren't sure how he could play, like field game or how much how much he could pass deep into the field to get in the red zone. But I think they realized once he got there, he's a double threat. He can either run on you and get in like he did a couple times or I, I know he definitely did that once and then uh or he can pass on you and so I think they were confident in his ability to score but I don't know how I don't think they were confident in his ability to actually lead the team and then I think later in the game they realized that he really works with their scheme and um the coach uh, Matt Rule actually said that he's actually this week in practice they're training uh for him to be the starter yeah and I think a reason like just looking back on why they didn't start him or put him in the field is because he probably, I mean, I, don't, I can't remember which day he signed, but he couldn't have had that much time. No. Like learning the offense and all that, yeah. So I'm sure that's why they're checking him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then, oh, man, Sam Darnold. I don't even know where he's going to end up. He is, when you're not good enough for the Jets, you probably just need to retire. I don't know where he, he could fit. PG, and he had a crazy start to something else he's he he was yeah he was he's not doing great anywhere but and I, I don't know who would even take a risk of picking him up I mean I'm looking because of course I said the Jets already had him and so I don't everyone else besides maybe the Jets is solid on a, a, a QB and they I don't think they want to double dip on him and so I don't I, I don't even think the Dolphins would take him even if two is hurt Unless they get really desperate. No, yeah. The Dolphins, I mean, yeah. Do it. And 
Yeah, and is Fitzpatrick still there in no, Miami? Sure he's on the football team. He is. You're right. But yeah, Heineke's a killer. Which yeah, get a uh, good segue into that. Uh, I would say probably the biggest surprise of the week. Because of course the Lions got it. They didn't lose, but that's that's not surprising because did Steelers you, were. Did you watch that most of the time? It was so bad. Like, they had, you know, they had like a forty-eight yard field goal. I was like, this is a little bit ridiculous. No, yeah, the Lions are bad at it was, football. It was like I just, I just feel bad because, uh, you know, Dan Quinn, that's the coach name, right? Mm-hmm. I love that guy. He's awesome. And I, it just. Oh man, it hurts. I will say this though: as long as Jared Goff is back there, it'll be. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because like. It's surprising that they didn't lose, but when you consider the fact with the Steelers and like Ben's out and the whole bunch of the yeah virus is messing them up, I I could have seen the Lions winning that game, so I wasn't surprised. I'm more surprised by how bad they actually are. But the most surprising game for me was uh, Washington over Tampa Bay, mm-hmm. which last year that playoff game was uh, really close. But I did not expect this Washington team, especially with Chase Young getting hurt early in the game, to go in there and just they, – they beat Tampa Bay hard. Like that was probably the – yeah, that's probably the best team that's – or the best performance anyone has put up against the Bucks this uh, entire season. Yeah, them, the Rams, or maybe the Cowboys to an extent. But other than that, like there's that was a solid performance by Washington, and I, I was I was not expecting that. And so, of course, just like when anyone loses, like we were doing earlier with the Rams, now everyone's like, oh, are the Bucks for real? Are the Bucks even going to do this and that? And I think that was a trap game. The Bucks have looked good all year. I mean, they lost early to the Rams. They played, they played really hard with the Cowboys, and then they lost to the football team. But every, I would say in this year in the NFL, there's not a team that doesn't have a trap loss. And so, yeah, I don't think the drops were stopped. Yeah, I don't either. It was a bad loss, but I mean, it's like last. Yeah, it's like last week when the Cowboys got beat by the Broncos. They were like, "Are the Cowboys even gonna? Are they gonna win a playoff game?" And now this week, I was looking at ESPN again. And they're like, "Cowboys are the NFC favorite," and I was like, "You people don't. I don't even think they look at the teams. I think they just look at the scores at this point." That yeah, that's one thing that frustrates me. And plus, I was a I'm a Cowboys fan. But, like, we were – it's before we lost to the Broncos and everyone was like, Cowboys to the Super Bowl. And I'm like, we haven't played anyone good since Tampa. And you need to, like we, – we haven't done well in the playoffs. but And then they were just hyping up Dallas so hard. And I was like, you people hate on them all the time. And I it, – it was just weird. It's they, they take, the like you said, the headline and run with it instead of actually looking at it. And then – there's, I think if one, I'll talk about two more. Can I just say real quick what I think the most like surprising game for me was? Yeah. I would definitely say uh, the Patriots. That's the one I was fixing to say. Beating the Browns 45 by 7. Like, I know the Browns have had some issues there. They kind of had an injury bug, you know, had people out, but wow. And the Patriots have like weirdly been consistent at playing really good teams close, but I just, like, every time I watch them, I'm like, there's not enough talent to get anything close. But they put it on them. And Mac Jones, I mean, credit to the guy. <laughs> At the beginning of the year, I was like, oh, he must be this good. But, oh, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's going off. And now, I don't think they're as good as the Bucks, and so I think Tom Brady is definitely the lifeblood of that, but, I mean... I think it goes to show like why they were so good. Bill definitely played a big part in that. And so I don't think he's dumb or anything. And, of course, I think this helps him a lot more because he's taken a team of pretty much, I don't want to say nobodies because Mac Jones was really good in college, but a team that a lot of people didn't expect to do good, especially after Tom left. And they're sitting at, like, fifth place in the AFC, and they're half a game behind Buffalo for that division. And so they're really doing good. And I think that shows Bill how, how well he is. Again, I don't think that 
he was the sole reason that the Patriots were so good. I still think that's Tom Brady, but that shows you about how how well of a coach he is that he can take this rookie two-year, second-year quarterback and just have a team that's killing everyone in the AFC and looks like, I would say, a, a not a wild card like in the sense of a team, but a wild card to win the AFC. I feel like if it's not Buffalo or Tennessee or freaking Kansas City for the fifth time or whatever, I would say New England looks like they could win it. Win it. Yeah. Which, leading into that, I just brought them up. Kansas City. That's the one I want to touch on because that's the biggest one I've seen people over-exaggerating. I do think they played really well, and I do think that they're getting back in order, but the amount of Chiefs are going to win the AFC post I've seen is insane. They beat the Raiders, whose best wide receiver is in prison, whose coach got fired, who are just going through a bunch of difficult problems, and they played really well. But, again, one game. And I've seen Chiefs back to the Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes is the MVP again. And so that's the biggest one I wanted to talk about. I think the Chiefs played good. I feel like they probably will win that division. But And so I do think they've got the stuff back together. But if I had to pick one overreaction from the week, it's how much people are hyping up the Chiefs. Yeah, that, that division is definitely a toss-up. That, mm-hmm. that game, that puts the Chiefs at first. Mm-hmm. But, like, everyone's, like, half a game back. Yeah, yeah, because the, char- the Chargers and Raiders are tied for second and third. Uh, and the Broncos. Five and four Broncos yeah. dropped a disappointing game. If, I mean, I'm a Broncos fan if you're a Broncos listening, but dropped a disappointing game. So we're, we're at the bottom. But, yeah, that the AFC West is a toss-up. Mm-hmm. And I think they'll get two teams in the playoff. And the playoffs, not yeah. playoff, but it's not college. Yeah, yeah. the Raiders, man. I like, yeah, credit to the Chiefs, you know. They had a good win to lift their spirits, I guess, from yeah. really bad games they've been having. But, uh, yeah, it's just the Raiders are falling apart. They've dropped two in a row now. I'm sure they will keep dropping games. Mm-hmm. I, I'm picking the Raiders to finish last in the division. Yeah, me too. I think out of the Chiefs charging Broncos, there's a good chance for the I would go with the Chiefs winning the division and then the Broncos in second, mm-hmm. probably like sixth in the AFC. And so they would actually probably meet up. No, it would be the the Bills and the Broncos. But that would be a really good game, I think, in my opinion. I think it would be a good matchup. I feel like if the Chiefs start winning consistently or playing good games, like next week they have a really tough game against the Cowboys. Yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah. If they, now, if they come out and they beat the Cowboys and, or play them close, now I may get on that thing that, oh, okay, they're, they had some struggles, but they're back to that caliber. But I haven't seen enough of them or from them to like jump on that, that bandwagon that everyone else is. But that's one of the biggest games I wanted to touch on is because I, that was the biggest – because I, I saw the score and I was like, okay, the Chiefs are doing good. But then Monday morning it was just like, Chiefs back to the Super Bowl, Chiefs back to the Super Bowl. And I was like, what is going on? And like, and it was even the NFL themselves was like hyping it up, which of course, Pat Mahomes is like their their money maker. But I was like, man, this is, and it just goes back to that whole money thing. I was like, they didn't, they played good, but they weren't like Super Bowl level in my opinion. And then... Just two of the last games I want to run through kind of quickly. Uh, Thursday night, uh, Dolphins. Oh, man. That was a shocker. This, did you watch that game? I saw highlights, and I saw the the big guy that scored the touchdown that got called back. That was awesome. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, dude, that game, I mean, so I watched the whole thing. And, uh, like, wow. It was – the Dolphins got some points on the board, and that was a tough game to watch, like, offensively for both teams. Mm-hmm. Because it was just no one could do anything. Yeah, I would say that's probably Washington and Miami are like the two most surprising teams because yeah. I did not expect. I know it was played at Hard Rock Stadium in Miami, but I did not expect Baltimore to go in there and just act like idiots because that that team is ran by offense. Like they don't really play defense. They run rely on Lamar Jackson, run game. 
whatever pass game he has, I don't want to get start. I don't want to get started oh, on that. Yeah, but they just went in there and they just looked bad. And of course, you can you're you can have bad games and be a good team. Cowboys with the Broncos, stuff like that. You have trap games, and so I I feel like it could be for the Ravens. But man, that was a like you said, that was a hard game to watch. Even though the Dolphins were surprising. They still played like the Dolphins. It wasn't. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't a great like they didn't blow them out. It's just the Ravens were not playing good, and the Dolphins kind of got some stuff going. But yeah, I mean, for the most part, they look like the exact same team. Yeah, and you know, Brissy gets hurt. They put two in and stuff. But they pulled it out. The credit to them on that. Yeah, it's just oof. yeah, fucking watch. Not not very happy with football right now. Yeah, last game I want to touch on. Uh, Titans and Saints. That was a probably the best game of the week. Twenty-three to twenty-one, Tennessee. Uh, Titans are now five and zero against teams that made the playoffs in twenty twenty whatever. I'll, I'll say twenty twenty-one. Whatever last year's. However, they do the calendar. It's so weird. It's like the season started in twenty twenty, but then the playoffs are in twenty-one. So it's all weird. But teams that made the playoffs last year, they're now five and zero against them. They haven't all been pretty. Like, this week was definitely not pretty, but we are down Derrick Henry. And, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. and first, sole first place in the AFC, which I'm excited about that. I like the Cowboys more, but I am excited about the Titans. And the, the, I was a Titans fan, though. That game definitely would have scared me and still gives me a little worry right now. Because, oh, yeah. Yes, they don't have Derrick, but seeing how they performed even without Derrick, who was it? The Rams, right? That they just, oh, yeah, they smacked them. They were great still, even without him. It's like, wow. Yeah, but I and think. It is the Saints, but. I think the Saints are like a solid team. I don't think they're as good as they have been, like with Drew Brees, but they're not a pushover team. But and I that was a f- really fun game for me to watch. It scared me, especially when we gave the Saints the ball back with like forty seconds, and all they needed was a field goal. And I was like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna lose." But yeah, I yeah I would definitely agree with you before uh, Jameis is out. But ah, Trevor Simeon, that guy as a Broncos fan, that dude is horrible. So I mean, yeah, I don't, I think the Titans are fine. Yeah. I just didn't know about that streak until uh, I think yeah. it was actually ESPN posted it. Yeah. It's because the AFC is so close that like the Titans are first, but they lose one game and then it could be like the Patriots or someone. And then uh, just briefly, uh, I think we went over most of the scores, but other uh, ones we didn't touch on. Uh, we mentioned it briefly, but Lions and Steelers tied at 16, first tie of the year. Uh, Bills 45 to 17 over the Jets. Colts 23 to 17 over the Jags. Um, Vikings 27 20 over the Chargers. The Vikings look like they're yeah. The Vikings look like they're getting their stuff together, and they're right there in the playoff race. I mean, everyone in the NFC is in the playoff race except for Detroit. So. <laughs> Uh, Packers seventeen to nothing over the Seahawks and Aaron Rodgers return game. It was a bad game. Like it was bad for. It was one of those things. But the Seahawks are just bad this year, and I don't understand why. Yeah, that was the first. That's the first game in Russ's career that he's ever been shut out. So yeah, yeah. Uh, Eagles thirty to thirteen over the Broncos in Denver. Just you know. I've known all year how inconsistent of a team uh, the Broncos are, you know. Because after that Cowboys game, everyone's like, damn, the Cowboys just really played awful. And, like, they didn't play great, but Denver also just played amazing. And it's like, as a fan, knowing who all we have on team, like, I know we can play like that. I know we can. But we, like, we are one of the most inconsistent teams I've ever seen. And a lot of that comes from coaching. I still, ever since... Probably like week four, week five, but I've been like saying like you gotta get rid of our coaches. Like you gotta get rid of Vic, gotta get rid of uh, Pat. Because the one game I've seen us had some really good play calling was against the Cowboys. But that game and credit to the Eagles, they played really good offensively at least. They they Devonta Smith had a crazy touchdown catch. Like he was locked mm-hmm. up and he still caught it as well. So credit to them for that. Credit to Jalen Hurts had a good game, but just disappointing as a Broncos fan, you know, because. Get a big high off that Cowboy game. Mm-hmm. But it looks like they're going into a bye week. So, yeah. 
good way to regroup. And then the last score is Cowboys 43-3 to over the Falcons. Bounce back game from that brutal loss over Denver two weeks ago. But they completely destroyed the Falcons. Like the Fal- it was when I turned it on in the second quarter, it was only seven to three, and then in a matter of three minutes, the uh, it was twenty eight to three. Yeah, I completely expected that out of that game. You know, it's the, just that offense. The dropped yeah, the Broncos, but obviously, I mean, I don't think they mm-hmm. dropped. They dropped their stock a little bit, obviously, but like I was like, they're gonna be fine. Mm-hmm. And you know, just before that game even started, I knew what was gonna happen. I was like, no way. And that's exactly what happened. I mean, mm-hmm. shoot, Josh Rosen played through like yeah. the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That and then I was going to highlight some of the games next week, but none of them, not even being biased, none of them look good besides Cowboys Chiefs. Because all of them look like they'd be like one side. I mean, Bengals Raiders, maybe, but like. I'm, I'd be excited. I, oh, I did not see that. Done, but this Colts team—they look good. They—they're—they're they're, had some issues, but they're—they're they're, they're, solid team. They're better than what their record shows I mean, them to be. That's Carson Wentz, but yeah, I mean they got Jonathan Taylor, who I think is Henry Adams, he's the best running back in the league. That guy's just incredible. Yeah, I mean he has a, he has a great line to run behind. Their receiving core is good. Their secondary defense is a little weak, but as a whole, I mean. They, I think they're a real contender for that whole Yeah. And so, like I said, Cowboys, Chiefs. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be excited to see how the Cowboys can actually stack up with, I would say, the NFL's best team over the last five years. Uh, they're not as successful as, like, the Bucks, but I'd say they've been the most consistent for the last five years. And so I want to see how they can actually – stack up with a team that they could potentially face in the Super Bowl. Probably not going to happen for either, but I want to see how they can stack up against them, and I want to see how the Chiefs can actually stack up with a team that's having good success this year and maybe not, you know, like the Raiders or a bum team that they've that'll beaten. Be, that'll, be, that'll be a game to watch for sure. Yeah. Especially because, yeah, they're I think uh, one more exciting one would be the Packers and Vikings. Yeah, but... Uh, the Packers had some tough, tough game last week, but... I don't know what the whole situation is for with COVID and whatever's going on, but I think it'll be good to see them play the Vikings after the Vikings got a really good win. So I think that'll be a, should be a good game. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, and then other than that, I mean, I mean, of course there's Thanksgiving Day games, but we can we can get into that later. So just to end off our NFL section, uh, Noah, I'd like to know who you think the the championship games for both conferences will end up being. So your top two from each conference mm-hmm. as of right now. All right. I'll start with AFC. Um, I don't even know how the whole playoff system and matchups works. But if I had to pick two right now, I'd go Buffalo Bills. And if it all lined up, either the Titans or the Colts, but I'll open it to the I don't know if they will have to play each other before that, but I think Bills and Titans would be my, like, if I had to bet, if I was a betting man, I'm just probably bet the Bills. Yeah. And then NFC, it's a tough one. That is a tough one. But I'm going to go Cardinals and Bucks. Okay. I think I think the Cardinals would pull it together. I mean, not that they even haven't this whole year, really, really. But I think, well, because I think the Cardinals Packers will play the Bucks, right? Or they, I don't know. But I think I think Cardinals will get it all together, right? Right when playoff time comes, I think Kyler's gonna do what he's been doing all year. And then I just yeah, Bucks are a safe bet. And then. Obviously, two teams that could slip in the bat, I think, are easily the Packers and the Cowboys, maybe even the Rams. But I I think uh, Cowboys, Cardinals, Packers, Buccaneers, all the top of the divisions, any of those four, I think. Oh, yeah. Um, so I'll start off with uh, NFC since you started off with AFC. Uh, I'm going to go Cowboys and Bucks. Um, I feel like the Bucks are solid, uh, even you know with some difficulties they've been having. Tom Brady, when he gets in the playoffs, is a whole different – it's a whole different team. Like last year, they, they didn't look great in the regular season, and they got in the playoffs, and they just killed everyone. 
playoff Tom Brady's a different breed. And so and then and then the Cowboys, I know betting on them to go on an NFC championship is is risky because it hasn't happened in 20 years, but there's something about this Cowboys team and I said that back in 2016, uh, Dak's rookie year. But there's something about them this year where even the defense feels solid and the special teams feel solid. This is back-to-back weeks with a blocked punt. Denver didn't go great, but it was a blocked punt. And so, I mean, it just they look solid all the way around. And I feel like they can beat that Rams team and then maybe even that Packers team. I hate to say it because they're the ones that always beat us, but... I feel like the only team that might can take them out are the Bucks, And they played the Bucks once this year as a one-point game, but again, playoffs is a whole different story. But I really am feeling this Cowboys team this year. Yeah, and if I go with my heart, I'd say Cowboys to the Super Bowl. If I go with my gut, I would say Bucks to the Super Bowl. And then uh, AFC is kind of the same way. Um, I would say Titans, but I would say Patriots. I really feel like they can get enough going that – and Bill's enough of a good enough coach where he can make that team good enough to compete. And so that's I'm really feeling the Patriots for some reason and the Titans. And at that point, if that's what it comes down to, I really feel like Titans would go to the Super Bowl. Because if you look, I know Bill has more experience, but the Titans beat um, playoff Tom Brady last year with the Patriots. It's a different team setup than it is uh, – this year with the Titan for both teams, but I still feel like they can stack up. And yeah. if, if Henry's back by the time he should be, yeah, yeah, I feel like the Patriots could play upset, but I feel like if the Titans get to the AFC Championship game, I think they win it this year. So that's my predictions for that. I mean, I'm by like. I'm biased towards those two teams, but I really feel like this year they're both good enough to where I can be biased towards them. So I'm not trying to be, and that's what I keep saying. Like every every week, I'm like trying to find reasons why because I don't want to be biased. But they're just both looking really solid this year. Yeah. Do you want to know a crazy stat that I'm looking at right now? I didn't know. I'm just gonna know that. So I'm looking at the Patriots, and I'm looking at the record, and I'm looking at the uh, so they're two and four at home. It's not like it's not great at all, but. They're 4-0 on the road. I haven't dropped a road game yet. So. Yeah, road warriors. Especially when the... I don't see them getting a home game in the playoffs or a bye. So, I mean, yeah. a major thing. You might like that. You might like that. Because 4-0 on the road is nothing to complain about. Oh, yeah, definitely not. And so, moving on, actually, I want to jump to... Let's just jump to basketball. And let's just finish with pros. Let's go to NBA. And this is one I'm actually really anxious to talk about because looking at the standings, man, this is this is a different year. I mean, it's a weird year. Number one in the East is the Wizards. I would not have expected that. Not at all. I mean, wow, you don't have Russ anymore. You have Beal, and that's about it. And they are. I think they did, but still, like, yeah, still, I don't think it like, and the Bucks are the Milwaukee Bucks, not Tampa Bay. We we're gonna talk about both, but uh, they are eleventh in the Eastern Conference. That is so weird. Yeah, so, I think I think Middleton, Drew Holiday are still both out. Okay, yeah, that makes lot, sense. But still, yeah, I would think Giannis would be able to the even by himself get yeah the top ten at least. Yeah, the Cav- The biggest surprises to me are Wizards and Cavs. I mean, Bulls haven't been great as of late, but with all the stuff they did in the offseason, that doesn't surprise me. But Celt- yeah, Celtics being out and Bucks, like this all looks like the 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 the, the Hawks. Yeah. Too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I didn't see the Hawks right there. Wow. Six and nine. Bucks are six and eight. Raptors are seven and eight. Because if you would have asked me before the season started, who would you have in your Eastern Conference? It would be about these, but I definitely wouldn't have had the Cavs, and I definitely wouldn't have had the Wizards. Yeah, it's wow. weird stuff. But I, again, they've only played 14 games, and this is an 82-game season. So yeah, I feel like... It's always hard to judge off of the game, but... Wow, this one is... One of the weirder starts I've ever witnessed. Yeah. Sure. I mean, Wizards are on a five-game sure yeah. they're on. That Bulls team is... Some, hard, yeah, that's what... Kind of... I don't want to be like the Bulls are back or anything, but this Bulls team looks really good. Like it reminds me of when D Rose and all them were playing on the Bulls and they were making the playoffs consistently. And I I don't think the Bulls are ever going to be as good as they were with Jordan, but 
they look solid this year. And DeMar DeRozan's my favorite player. Uh, and so he's on the Bulls now. And so I kind of kind of have to root for him. I mean, I don't like the team. I still like the Raptors more than I would the Bulls. But they they are a fun team to watch. And I really do feel like, I feel like some of these teams, like the Cavs, won't stack up as the year goes on. But I really feel like the Bulls are one of those surprising teams that actually have the team that can stay the distance and end up. They're kind of like the Suns were last year, in my opinion, where everyone was like, well, how much can they stack up? And then the Suns went the distance and made it all the way to the finals. And so moving into that with the Western Conference, and speaking of the Suns, the Suns are on a eight, or they're actually nine. on a nine-game winning streak now. Uh, and they're 10-3. and three. And so they started one and three, and so bottom of the conference, and they've shot all the way up to second. And they're only they're a game behind the Warriors, and so the Suns, man, like they look they look as good as they did last year. And there's a bunch of people like, oh, this is a once in a time opportunity for the Suns. They got lucky because the Lakers were bad and the Warriors were injured. But man, the Sun they just look solid yeah, every it's year. Crazy because like I mean obviously defense is still great, but like he was the I mean this is for a lot of players, but with that new rule change. A lot of guys aren't having the same numbers they put up last year or years before, but like, mm-hmm. that just shows us Chris Paul is doing his thing. He's been balling out. I mean, there's not many better leaders I'd say in the NBA than Chris Paul. No, so he's Suns are definitely blessed to have him. And I mean, yeah. just credit to him. They're, they're playing out of their minds right now. Mm-hmm. And now the West, the West looks almost exactly how I I figured it would would. Maybe not the the standings, like the Lakers at seven. I wouldn't have expected that, but like the teams, there's not a big one that sticks out because like the the Blazers, I could see the Blazers making it, but they're nine. We've had a bad start. Uh, I can't keep this together. I'm a huge Blazers fan, but yeah, yeah, as much yeah, as much as I love the Spurs, them at thirteenth is about where we should be. We're not. We're not. We're not expecting. We're not a great. We're not a great team this season. But check out the Mavs. Mavs. That's what I was fixing to the touch Dallas on. Dallas Mavs. This is. I also love. I love the Trailblazers because Damian Lillard and Kevin Durant. I feel like they're good. But I'm a fan of Mavs. And that's. I feel like they're Mavs for life. And uh, hey, what, what about that? What, what a start here. I'm pretty yeah. sure. I can't remember the stat. Uh, I remember Jacob. He told me the other day that like Booker's already. Uh, I really don't want to misquote it, but like. See the top five, or he's somewhere already high up there for like most triple doubles, like in history, and he's already like at the top of it. Like he's not number one or two or that. Yeah, he's already up there with them. I mean, yeah, it's been a great start. Uh, big win, I believe it was our last game against the Nuggets. We really put it on them, so it's good to see them at number three. Uh, yep, it was against the Nuggets last night, one eleven to one hundred one, Dallas over. Yeah, Dallas was the one I was going to touch on, but I'm not surprised that they're third because they're they're very consistent. And I'm uh, last year they lost that I think it was to the Clippers that really close series to the Clippers, and then uh, of course the Clippers choke like they always do. But still losing to them like Kawhi, Paul George, especially with like a bunch of rookies or young players, I feel like Dallas has that experience now to where they can. Again, like the Suns did last year or the Hawks did last year, I feel like they can make a yeah, jump and actually go far. Too. Yeah, new yeah, coaching. Jason Kidd, I mean, I love the Kyle Lowry kid, but Jason Kidd's yeah rotations last year for that season were very questionable. Now, you know, I had a good start last playoffs against the Clippers. I thought we were gonna get it done. We should have got it done. Ah, it hurts. All my fellow Mavs fans hate the Clippers. Mm-hmm. But I hate Kawhi Leonard. So, <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited with Jason Kidd and just that whole new coaching. Uh, I'm happy to see Chris Stapps getting back in there. Mm-hmm. It actually seems like he still wants to play for us, which I don't know if that would be the case after last year. But it's good to see. It's good to see. Yeah. Uh, as much as I hate this, the Warriors are back on the top of the NBA. Yeah, I thought we were past that stage after last year, but one injury. It's like the Bulls in the 90s. They had two off years, and then they're going to come back and just destroy everyone now, which... I really hope these teams do figure out what to do. Oh, yeah. Because, look, everyone... The Lakers... Like, everyone was hyping up the Lakers for the two years that the Warriors were down, and the Lakers have LeBron and AD and all these, and the Warriors are still 
like yeah. it's yeah it's so I hard yeah ab saying recently he was like yeah, we suck right now he was like yeah there's no there's no way we, we win the finals and make it to it if we play like we are right now so yeah it's something's going on over there that's not not what they want yeah and i mean this standings looks it's so weird i i hate seeing the warriors at the top of they're not even at the top of the west they're top of the whole nba and they're beating the Nets right now by eight. So, and that's in Brooklyn. So that's. Dude, are the Nets still playing without Kyrie? Is he still... Yes. Oh my goodness. Because the vaccine thing, or the the. I'm just for Kyrie. Yeah, that man's a legend. I heard someone say he's. I'm a lot of Kyrie fan. He said that he's uh that he's like Kanye that uh, plays basketball because he says all this controversial bullcrap, but like. He's still good at what he does at the end of the day, but he's just so crazy that. They want to get him back. Yeah, but yeah, uh, I think that's all really because it's easier to talk about NFL because it's a shorter season, but and then, yeah. and then the NBA just kind of tipped off. So, but going over the standings and stuff, I feel like that's good to cover for for NBA and like I said, the playoffs. And since there's more teams that make the playoffs, it's hard to be like, oh, well, who do you think would go? Mm-hmm. But if I had to pick like. Two teams, I think, right now that look the best. Uh, I would say the Suns are the most surprising. If I have to land Suns and Bulls, if I have to pick one from each conference, Bulls for sure. That's yeah, I mean, it was really hyped, and like I know they got all these pickups in the offseason, but I was just like, when they got everyone, I still was like, okay, like, who cares? I mean, it's Lonzo. I like Lonzo, but like, what does he do? And Caruso, good player, but again, I was like, this isn't. Even Demar, you know, Demar's amazing. But I was like, and granted, he's a great for this Raiders. But I was like, you know, I just, I don't think it, I don't think it'll change that much. And they have proved that wrong for sure. So they, they yeah. Uh, moving on, going back to football, actually, uh, we're gonna touch on college football for a little bit, actually. And oh my gosh, what a mess that is. I didn't. This is the word. I hate the committee. I've hated the committee since it started. It's better than the BCS, but it seems like you, nobody can ever do college football right because this committee. Every other year, it's been like let's put OU in, no matter how much OU sucks, and now this year it's let's put Alabama in, no matter how bad Alabama sucks. Like I'm not on the train that OU needs to be in the playoff anymore. I was at the time. I didn't think OU was one of the best four teams, but I was like, okay, if you're going to argue Bama is, then OU is. But now that OU lost, I still feel like Bama and OU are on the same level. They lost to – I still would maybe say OU's better because Bama's almost lost to LSU, who's not ranked. They lost to Texas A&M, who's about on the same level as – Baylor, they're around the same ranking, and I think Baylor, yeah. See, and so that's the thing. I feel like oh, you still on that level is Bama, and so Bama is still hanging at number two. Why? Yeah. I feel like even if they lose to Georgia and have two losses, they would still put Alabama in because they'd be like, oh, well, Georgia's number one, and no one has beat them, so they're the best two-loss team. Or because no, they would play in the championship, and so but because if you look at it, Cincinnati loses one game, Cincinnati's gone. Like I'm sorry, I love Cincinnati, but the only yeah, way they, they get are, in is if they're they undefeated. Are Michigan and Michigan State, in my opinion, are both going to lose to Ohio State, which would drop them out. Uh, Oklahoma State, it depends on if they beat Oklahoma or not. But then, yeah, they're yeah. I I'm, I know they've had. Really good games the past games, but I am not yeah. on the train for Ohio State. Like I, I don't think they're ranked. Me either. I just don't see it. Uh, the, um, they're up there because the only team they lost to is Oregon, and Oregon's ranked high. But the only team that Oregon's played that's good is Ohio State. Like they both only played each other. And I mean, oh, I think Ohio State is a better team than Oregon, and I have this feeling Oregon's going to lose. And then especially if Oregon loses and Cincinnati lose, Alabama's going to get in the playoff. Yeah, and. What's crazy about it, like looking at the rankings and stuff, it's like, honestly, if they were, to, if like tomorrow morning, I just sometimes I'll my phone and it's like college football, it's just decided to stop right now and just give Georgia the trophy. I'd be like, okay. Yeah, me too. I like, I don't no, think. There's no, no, one's no one. Yeah, no one's good no enough one. to beat them. Uh, Ohio State's been playing really solid as of late, but like, 
that's how you look at that. Like Alabama's number two, and I've already said this, and I'm not going to rant about it, but they're number two, and the, the the skill gap between them and Georgia is insane. Oregon at number three. Oregon's not the third best team in the country. The only reason they're ranked third is because they beat Ohio State, and they would throw a fit if Ohio State was ranked over them. But then you look at Michigan, Michigan State, Michigan State beat them, and Michigan State. The the rankings make no sense. They were like, well, why is Oregon third? Oregon hasn't played anyone. Oh, well, they beat Ohio State. And so we have to put them over them. And then they're like, oh, well, we're going to put Michigan over Michigan State because they're more impressive. How? Michigan State has a head-to-head. Head-to-head, no, yeah. Okay, so if you had to put four – give me your four best teams right now. Give me your, give me who – if you could put four teams to be in the playoffs right now. Uh, Georgia. At one. Like, yeah, yeah, Georgia at one. Ohio State at two. Um, Cincy at three and Oregon at four. I feel like Cincinnati's perfectly between because I don't think I know Oregon beat Ohio State, but I don't think they're as good, and I feel like they'll lose a game. And even with the well, they already have a loss actually. They lost to Stanford, and so yeah, a two a two loss Oregon's not going to get in the playoff. But I don't want I I don't think Bama is better than even if Bama is like has less losses. I think Oregon's better than Bama. But I still think Cincinnati's better than both. I feel like Ohio State's got it together where they'll beat Michigan and Michigan State. And a one-loss Ohio State to a team early in the year, non-conference game, it's excusable to an extent because, like I said, no one besides Georgia has really been dominant. And so I feel like Ohio State's my two. But then, like, this year's just so bad. Like, there isn't really – It's like the year two years ago – when LSU was just killing everyone and there was just no one that could stand up to LSU. That's what I feel like with Georgia. And then watch Bama get in as a four and then win the thing like they do every freaking year because it's Alabama. Yeah, if I had to, if I had to get four right now, obviously Georgia one. Ah, man, it's hard, but call me crazy. Call me crazy. I know they dropped a bad game to Tennessee, but I'm pushing, I'm putting the Michigan State. I like I like that team. I mm-hmm. think I know the whole man. Oh yeah. Dropping a game to Purdue is never excusable. Like there's no excuse for that. But just watching watch seeing what they did in uh, Michigan, them getting that win, I think that's big. I think Michigan's really good this year. Uh, I think they have moments where they may be awful, but I still think they're really good. So that mid league statement. I would like to see what happens with them in Ohio State. Obviously, that'll that'll be big. But I just. Uh, I think Michigan State's a good team. I think they're better. So I think oh, yeah. put them at two. Maybe not two. I, anywhere in that top four, I think they should be top four. Maybe four. But number three, you know, I'm going to give them a Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. I don't care who they play. They're, they're undefeated. Yeah. They've earned it. I'm going to give them that number three with all of that. And then number four, I think Ohio State. Uh, unless, unless they drop, unless they lose in Michigan State, then I yeah, I think that's the. I think whoever wins Michigan State, Ohio State is going to get that two, because I feel like they're the second best. The, whoever wins the Big Ten is the second best team in the country. Then Cincinnati, and then the fourth. It depends on if Oregon loses, and then if Bama loses again, but not to Georgia because I feel like if Bama loses to Georgia, they're going to put Bama in no matter what because even as a two loss, because you lost, they're going to Georgia's like to. Nobody's going to beat Georgia. And so I feel like the committee will be like, oh, well, any uh, if Oregon played them, then Oregon would have two losses. So let's just put Bama in. And the fact that Bama's ranked second, I don't see Bama getting left out because they're not a good team in their second. So, yeah. Dude, what's well, crazy, though, I mean, say Oklahoma State runs out, they win the Big 12. I mean, do they have a case for being the top four? Yes, because they would have beat Oklahoma. They would have beat Oklahoma twice. They would have beat Baylor. Well, they actually could have beat Baylor. Yeah, that would be Baylor twice, Oklahoma. Their only mm-hmm. loss was to Iowa State, which, which isn't a every good team loses to Iowa State. Yeah, because every single year the best or the second best team mm-hmm. always drops to Iowa. Because Notre Dame is absolute trash. Yeah, I don't know yeah. why they're eight. They've had plenty of the pity votes to get into the college football playoff. They're done. That, yeah, I, I don't ever need to see Notre Dame get in Arizona and play them convincing. Good. Yeah, and so Michigan. Uh, may lose, and then of course uh, Ohio, Ohio State, and Michigan State will play each other, and the loser of that may get kicked out. And so I think if Oklahoma State wins out, then they definitely have a case. I feel like if OU wins out and they get a little bit of help, they have a case. I definitely feel like Oklahoma State has the better case. 
But so yeah. the Big 12, and I never thought I would see the day where the Pac-12 has a better shot than the Big 12, but that's really how it is this year. We're not a good they conference. They always just yeah. But, and I'd be, I'd be perfectly fine with another Big 12 team that's not easy to I don't think they'd beat Georgia because I'm no, assuming no OSU would get in as a Oklahoma State would get in as a four, yeah. and so they would play Georgia, and no, that no would one, no. If anyone beats Georgia, they have to yeah, full credit. Yeah, I could see that. Um, I I really feel like Oregon loses again, so then Oregon's gone. Michigan's gonna lose to Ohio State. They're gone. Uh, Michigan State, Ohio State loser hangs around for four. I feel like it's either gonna be Bama. Whoever loses that Michigan State Ohio State game, and then Oklahoma State for that four spot, and I feel like it'll come down to Bama and Okie State if they win out, and then they'll probably pick Bama over Oklahoma State. And so, but I feel like Oklahoma State can finish fifth, kind of like how Iowa State did last year. And so that's how I'm feeling. And then looking at the games, uh, Oregon and Utah, I feel like that's the game Oregon's going to lose. Um, Arkansas and Alabama. If Arkansas can pull that off and just beat Bama and give Bama three losses and just get them out of there, I would appreciate that. But the biggest game, of course, we've been hinting at it all talk. Michigan State, Ohio State, uh, number four versus number seven. Um, I feel like that's going to be a really good game. And I think whoever wins it is going to is going to win the conference, and then they have the best case of anyone to make it into the the playoff for the Big Ten. And so that's personally how I'm feeling. That's really the week. This It's kind of like NFL. There's one really big game and then a couple ones that are kind of in there. But I think the biggest one by far is Michigan State, Ohio yeah, State. Yeah, I'd like to see what um, Ohio State makes of that for losing. Oh, yeah. I, OU, that'll be interesting. Yeah, if, if, if Iowa State beats OU, OU's kind of done for the year. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and if I'm Iowa State, I'm livid right now. Yeah, because he lost, lost to Texas Tech. Tech. Now, given Tech did it as if he had big ass and stand for college at his best skills. Speaking of Texas Tech, if they beat Oklahoma State at home, I'm going to be mad. Like, I don't dislike Tech. Yeah. But I, if I, they. I don't want to be yeah, I, want, I want Oklahoma State they, to. Yeah, because then if Oklahoma State loses, then we're done. You know, yeah, everyone's, everyone's done. Texas Tech this year shouldn't even be in a combo for. Yeah. So. That's an interesting game. I mean, that's just interesting because we're close to it. But I hope Oklahoma State wins. Tech's already going to a bowl. They don't need to win anymore. We need to get a team in there. We got one. We got one. Yeah, and I, I think they will because, like, TCU beat Baylor, and then they went in to play Oklahoma State, and they lost 63-17. to 17. Oh, no. There's no way that would be No. Yeah. I would pay. I would bet much. Plenty of money. Yeah, so I feel like that's good on college football. We talked about who would be in our playoff, and the season's kind of wrapping up. And with college football, there's not much to talk about besides, like, the rankings and then cool game. And like I said, the one we've already kind of talked about it the most. But moving on with college, too, college basketball just started. And yeah. I'm excited to talk about that. Uh, we can talk about Division Two for a while because, of course, we attend Division Two school. But the main thing I want to talk about is uh, the, the the D1 schools, the March Madness schools. And uh, is there no – there's the rankings. I was going to say, is there no preseason ranking? There it is. Um, and so th there hasn't been a lot of games, but uh, looking just at preseason rankings, uh, in Gonzaga and UCLA, I would definitely say those are definitely the top two teams. Yeah, and that's who's – They had a war last year. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that was one of like, the best games I've ever seen. That was uh, Johnny, you have Johnny Juzang, you have, um, oh, what's his, uh, uh, Javi Jaquez, I think that's how you pronounce it, uh, I was trying to remember his name, but I, I remember Juzang, um, and then you have Javier Jaquez at UCLA, they're loaded, but you have Gonzaga too, and you have Drew Timmy, you have, uh, RJ Nimhard. Understandable. Oh, yeah. And, like, the Gonzaga's always so good, and then they end up choking. Like, as good as this Gonzaga team is, they choke almost every year. I know. And and, so I've been a big Gonzaga fan for yeah. like years. Oh, me too. It sounds bangwagonish. It might be, honestly. But I just always like watching Gonzaga. Oh. St. Bonaventure at number 22. I didn't realize that a group of, or, like, a 
A10 school was ranked that high. Like, I think the last time one of those was ranked that high was Dayton, and that's when the COVID shut them down. And that Dayton team with Obi Toppin, they were so good. Dude, you want to know what's crazy? And I didn't see it till just now. Apparently, Illinois lost yesterday to Marquette. 67-66. Illinois is – I they were my pick to win it all last year. Oh, yeah. At least get to the oh, I picked Loyola over them, so I got that upset right. But then I picked Loyola to go to the Final Four. So, Illinois, I mean, that's not – I know they lost AO. But they they, they still have uh, Kofi. Kofi Co- uh, yeah, that guy is a, that, that is a grown man. Yeah, he's so good. And they have um, I can't remember his name, but he's a he's a point guard for them, and he is balling to watch. Yeah, he really is good. So that's that's mm-hmm. interesting to see that they lost that game. Yeah, Michigan at four. I mean, I guess I'm not hot on Michigan and anything, but. Michigan's always ranked so high, and then they, they just don't perform the way they should. Kansas at three, I agree with. Kansas looks really solid this year. Villanova at five. Villanova looks – they look good. They look good, but it's just not what – interesting early rankings. Like, I yeah. was looking at the rankings this year for the preview. They look awful. Where, where did they put UT? UT was fifth. That's insane. I don't care that they got yeah. this year, bro. They, they I lost mean, to ACU, okay? No, yeah. Like, they played five that they played? Yeah. Five? They played good against Gonzaga, but it's yeah. Gonzaga. And I mean, Vill- yeah, and Villanova lost to UCLA. That's a good loss. And so Villanova's good, but like ones that pop out to me that are ranked too high, Michigan, I don't, that doesn't, I don't like that. Texas still being ranked above Baylor. That, I don't like that at all. Yeah. Um, yeah, especially with that loss. Uh, Houston at 15, I really like that. I, I always ride for Houston. I thought last year they were going to make the Final Four when they uh, they lose to. It was the team that they did make the Final Four, I think. Did they? Houston, they didn't make the Final Four. I think they did, and they played Baylor. Yeah, that's who it was. Yeah, Houston did make the Final Four, and they lost to Baylor. Yeah, I wasn't paying attention to that. I was so focused on Gonzaga. Oh, yeah. Well, because that, that one was a blowout. And I didn't even have – I had Tech going back to the Final Four last year because they looked like a really solid team. And then that Arkansas – that Arkansas team. Man, that Arkansas team did not give up. And they were, they were close. That was, yeah. That was a close game. And then, of course, you have the big ones that are there every year, like uh, Carolina, uh, Duke, Kentucky, Tennessee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, Memphis had 11 transfers. That's nice. Memphis is always has, like, a lot of hype around them because they always, like, pick up really good players from high school. But obviously – Yeah, like – so that guy, James Wiseman. I don't know, but it's because they have Penny Hardaway and they're good at recruiting. Yeah, they always have really big high school prospects. Oh, yeah, they got Emoni Bates, that guy. Was, oh, yeah. He, he's either always or he's older, but he was like the number, like the number one guy. That's interesting. UCLA's playing North Florida, too. That's who Tech started out with, so they'll have a common opponent, which I doubt Tech can beat UCLA, but that's still cool. And this early in the season, I don't think there's a lot of big games to go over because there's not really a lot of ranked on ranked. Those games are already in the past, and we kind of touched on them, like Gonzaga and Texas. It's closer than I thought it would be, but Gonzaga still is clearly the better team. And then, uh, like you said, Marquette over Illinois is kind of interesting. But if I had to pick a Final Four this early, and it's even hard to because you don't know where the, like who's going to play each other, but if I had to say the four best teams, I would say Gonzaga and UCLA are one and two. Um, Purdue really looked solid. I really I and they are always good when they get in. Uh, they had Case and Edwards and all that, and for, so I really like Purdue. And then if I had to pick one that was like uh, kind of under the radar, I would say Houston or maybe Kansas can actually get it done this year. But either Houston or Kansas, and I would say those are probably going to end up being the four best. Yeah, it's so hard to rank right now, obviously. Yeah, it's like it's three games into the season. But I guess if I had to make a early early prediction, I'd go. I mean, again, I don't know how the bracket's gonna look like. But if I look at four right now, I think the best four: I go Gonzaga, uh, UCLA. I think Illinois will pull it together. I know they just lost one, but I think they'll pull it together. I think they can get really correct this year, especially after the bad loss to UCLA. I think they're gonna get it together, and then that four in the fourth spot. I Kansas is a safe bet, but it's still, it felt like in previous years Kansas just always just dropped off. And they just like, 
Yeah, they always choke close to so that. I don't, I don't know about some of these, but they'll be a safe bet against Indiana and Michigan. Yeah, and then briefly touching on Division Two, which I feel like we're three games into the season already. And this is something that's interesting, too, that I see, and this is what brought my mind back to it. Oregon, number 12, Oregon's actually playing Chaminade, and our guys, our men's basketball team's going to play Chaminade. So we're going to be playing a team that's playing Oregon, which, you know, I mean, we're not playing Oregon, but that's still cool that we're going to have a common opponent coming from a little school in Lubbock, Texas, that we're going to – a number 12-ranked Oregon Ducks team, we're, they're playing the same team as us. So that's kind of cool that we have – we're on that level that we can get those like high level opponents like someone that Oregon's willing to play we're willing to play too so of course like we said earlier we attend Lubbock Christian University and for those of you that don't know that's in Lubbock Texas and uh, our basketball teams both men's and women's are insanely good our guys made it to the sweet 16 last year and sweet yeah they won the conference um it was either the Sweet 16 or the Elite 8. I can't remember because we're both freshmen, so we weren't on campus for it, but I remember hearing about it. And we lost to conference foe West Texas A&M in a really close game, and then our girls uh, got our third-ever national championship undefeated. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't even want to talk about COVID. Yeah. 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 Going off, we 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 kill, yeah, and so I just division two. Um, I don't know a lot about it, but watching some of the ones, uh, I think LCU's boys are ranked fourth, and I don't think they changed, and they beat. I'm looking at this right now, and I don't know if this. Uh, this isn't. I don't know if this is. I'm pretty sure this is more than just one star conference. So I'm gonna get maybe, but this has them at nine. Nine. And also, I just saw Northwest Missouri State, who is now ranked number one. They're at number two. Um, They're the defending national champs. That's who beat WT last year. They beat WT eighty to fifty four. Mm-hmm. It was a. It was not. Oh, a wait, good that was game. last year. Or was that not this year? That might have been. The, they beat them in the championship last year. Oh, uh, maybe. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Those else. That else. You guys can. I haven't. Mm-hmm. Got, I haven't seen the pros yet. I haven't opened night in. Friday. No, it's uh, yeah, it's Friday night. Friday oh, night. You know, guys have a game on Thursday to see other. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Together, but just being at the games that I've been to so far, uh, really fun to go to, and mm-hmm. the team looks good. Yeah. We have some, some really solid guys. A lot of guys that mm-hmm. at any given time can go get a bucket for you, and that's what I like to watch them. You know, had a tough start. In the last game against the Steel Mines, who is a good team. Yeah. But just watching them and how they played in the second half, it was just like, yeah, yeah. They, they, they got it together. They got it done. So mm-hmm. I'm really excited to see what they do this season. I think they can go really far. Yeah. Depending on how it shakes out, like that game on Thursday against WT, and even if it is like a loss, which I hope it isn't, that doesn't mean anything for the postseason. I really feel like both of our, our teams, our guys and our girls, have a chance to go deep. I've, of course, the girls are favorites to win it. And the guys uh, the guys is much more competitive because, like you said, with WT, they were a really great team and they got to the championship and got smacked. Girls, that doesn't really happen. We're the ones that normally do that. Mm-hmm. And so with guys, I don't, I don't know if I would say that they have a chance to win, but I definitely feel like we have a chance to win our region wherever we're placed. So I feel like the guys can definitely make the final four of the championship this year, and then the girls too. Yeah, and so we're definitely. I think definitely are going to win the conference, and so that's just exciting for D two. And so I just wanted to touch on that briefly because uh, we do go to probably we. Both of our teams are ranked in the top five, and so we we do go to one of the best Division two basketball schools. And I just wanted to touch on that as a early season kind of highlight thing and we we did of course talk about lcu but lcu is one of the of course the girls are the best so there's not really a lot other to talk about with the girls are they're the favorites to win the championship uh for everyone not just for us here students at at the university and then the guys we touched on the other favorites uh wt is probably going to be a favorite and then northwest missouri state and then lcu and i think that's about it and so we touched on all those and so yeah division two we just want to give a shout out to our university and 
not just that, but highlight Division II, which kind of does, does fly under the radar, but now attending a Division II university. It's, it's, it's very similar to D1, and it, 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 the teams are very good, and it is nice to watch. And so I just wanted to give, give some love to them. It's fun to be a part of. Yeah, and me too. So yeah, um, if you are anywhere near Lubbock, because uh, we we are having a game on Thursday, I don't know who's all listening, but if you are close to Lubbock, Texas, uh, we'll be playing a game at the Rip Griffin Center seven o'clock Thursday, November. What would that be? November eighteenth. We're going to be playing uh, West Texas A&M. Just come out and support uh, the the I almost said the Lady Shaps, the regular Shaps. They're going to be playing uh, yeah West Texas A&M Buffaloes, and so yeah, I think that's a good way to end off. And looking at the time, it's kind of over an hour. I don't know if y'all listening, it'll be an hour for y'all because I may edit it. But raw footage wise, I think that's good enough. And so for this is a good first episode, and I really like like this it's uh, obviously not going to be sports every week and we'll we'll, but we'll probably come back uh in the spring like when nfl wraps up and we're kind of hitting hard for march madness and then all the footballs are over and you're kind of hitting hard basketball we may come back and do a a follow-up but it was fun it was a really fun first episode too i think this is a really promising series and a podcast and so i appreciate you all for listening and uh come back next week Actually, maybe not next week because it's going to be Thanksgiving, but uh, come back two weeks from now. And then after that, after Christmas, it'll be a regular once a week upload schedule. But of course, for holidays, you got to account for that. And so I don't think anyone's going to be listening to podcasts over holidays. I mean, I'm not, so you shouldn't be. But yeah, so come back after all the holidays are over and we're going to have a regular upload schedule. I'm not sure what the show will be next week, so I'll leave you all with that some suspense, but yeah, uh, thank you all for listening. It's a good first episode, and I'll let Noah end off with anything he'd like to say. Yeah, man. Uh, just, Nick, thanks for having me. Mm-hmm. I, I love talking about this stuff, so it's fun. I'd love to come back and do it again. So, yeah. Yeah. Excited for us to come to this podcast as a whole. I think uh, there's going to be a lot of good things happening with this one, and I think it'll be a really interesting listen for a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. 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 I appreciate it. So, yeah. Thank you all for listening again. I know I've said that a lot, but I really do appreciate it. I hope you do come back next week. I may be solo, may have a guest. I don't know yet. This is in its infancy, but I do appreciate you all for listening to the, the first episode. And hope you enjoyed yourself. Uh, hope uh, you just had a fun time just hanging out with all of us. And I, I will work on getting better. It's like I said, infancy, but I appreciate you all. And you all have a blessed day.